0: hey guys welcome and welcome back to my podcast today is the season finale of my podcast first season woo, woo, we made it so i got a few questions on instagram that i'm gonna answer in today's episode and i also want to talk about what we're gonna have in the future in the podcast and yeah so let's just get started So the first question I got on Instagram was what was my craziest travel story? And it took me a while to think about it. I haven't really had any crazy stories, I feel like. It was just normal stuff that happens while traveling, like flights being cancelled, you're missing a bus, you know, nothing nothing crazy. Um I would say though, uh, what can sound crazy to some people because I was living in Belgium which is in the middle of Europe is for example taking flights for like less than 10 euros or something and be in another country within an hour or two hours and so one day with my mom we booked flights to go to Milan uh, shopping for one day we literally took the first flight with Ryanair around 6 o'clock in the morning 6 and then we took the last plane in the evening which was around 10 p.m. so we spent the whole day in milan shopping for like 40 euros return and yeah that's that's quite crazy that's that's what i miss about europe like being able to just book a flight and be in another country within two hours or something here in australia within two hours you're pretty much nowhere that was the first question I had, and so my craziest story is actually a hookup story. So basically, I met this guy two and a half years ago. It was literally my first month, I think, or my second month in Cairns. And I was living in a hostel. It was Northern Greenhouse at a time. Now it's Bounce, completely rebranded. And it was really the beginning of the hostel and we were just a few staff members. I was sleeping in a dorm with three guys. They were all doing night manager shifts. And that night I was out in a club. I met a guy We were flirting a lot, dancing a lot. He was from South America. That was the first South American I was getting with. And I was pretty excited about it. Um, so at some point he said, yeah, let's go. Um, Let's go back to yours. I was like, look, I live in a hostel. I stay with three other guys in my room. And I'm in a top bunk. So I don't know. I don't know if there's anyone. Well, we'll have to find somewhere else. So I was like, yeah, that's fine. Let's just give it a try. So we go back to my room. And mind you, at the time, like, there was like a rule. You You couldn't bring people from outside in a hostel. But everybody was doing it anyway. So... Fuck this, I did it. Um, So I brought him to my room and there was no one there, which was great. So there's no one, it's perfect. We go on my bed. So we started kissing, foreplay, whatnot. And then at some point, he lifts his head up and I hear a big bang. And so he bumped his head on something. So I just started laughing because, you know, it's funny and um, so we both start laughing or something and then at some point I feel like there's something wrong and uh, he's like oh actually it hurts really bad and I feel like something is leaking on the, on the bed so I turned the lights on and turns out he bumped his head into the ceiling fan ceiling fan that was On maximum speed. And it's like not plastic blades. It's like metal blades. So he was bleeding hard. On the bed. So we just go down of the bed. And I take the bed sheets. And I start like putting pressure. On it. But I was so nervous. I was laughing so much. And he was like yeah honestly you can laugh. It's so funny. Uh, That would be a fun story to, to tell your friends. And blah blah blah. And so for about 10-15 minutes, I was just like putting pressure, trying to clean up the wound. But it was so painful for him. And then I was like, you need to go and see the doctor. And he told me, oh, I don't have insurance. And I was like, you're in Australia, one of the most expensive countries without an insurance. What are you doing? <laughs> so in the beginning, he didn't want to go to the hospital and whatnot. So he texted one of his mate. And he said, oh, yeah, my mate is going to pick me up, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, but you should go to the hospital. Um, Do you want me to call you Uber? Do you want me to come with you? And he was like, no, it's fine. I'll be fine. Don't you worry, blah, blah, blah. So he left and I I wasn't even sure that he went to the hospital or whatnot. And I didn't have his Facebook, didn't have his Instagram, his phone number, nothing. Um... So, yeah, the guy could be dead, basically. So I tell the story to my manager. She is my best friend now uh, and my housemate. Um, And I thought that she was going to kill me, you know, because we're not supposed to bring outside guests and blah, blah, blah. And when I told her the story, she was just like laughing so much. And then we have a group chat with all the staff from the hostel. And she just posted a message in a group chat saying, yeah, guys see this is karma this is what happened when you don't follow the rules blah, blah blah and it was just like a fun story that all my friends started to tell everybody and a week later I was so I was going out with all my friends and we were walking to a bar and then I saw him I saw the guy can't remember his name now but um I saw him walking the street like with a hoodie and um he was like hey and i was like oh my god hey how are you and um he was like yeah i'm okay um and i was just like, i'm so sorry for the other night and he was like i'm so sorry and he ended up telling me that he went to the hospital that the people said that i did good applying pressure on his wound and trying to clean it up um he ended up getting seven stitches and at the time he was working as a diver instructor dive instructor on the reef so it was impossible to him to go on the reef for weeks and yeah that was my craziest story basically um so you you may ask did we have sex no we didn't (laughs) uh so not only i didn't have sex with him that night but yeah the guy almost died yeah which is pretty cool pretty cool so two and a half years later my friends still talk about this story and yeah it's just it's just a fun story to talk to tell to people so the other question i received was Could you talk about about both of your experiences in belgium and australia as a black woman what are the main differences for you which country do you feel most safe mentally and physically so it's quite an interesting question and it's a bit like mild i'd say i obviously feel a little bit more at home in australia but as a black person i'd say i do miss belgium in that sense because as much as people think or want to say all black people are the same all asians are the same it's not the same like you're not from the same country not from the same background a black person from africa a black person from europe a black person from the u.s a black person from the caribbean from australia it's just completely different okay you're the same color more or less and it feels nice to be around people that look like you but it's not it's completely not the same you can't really relate that much you can relate for some things and it's nice uh, like i said to be around black people but it's not the same as being around black people from your country so in Belgium, there is a good mix of people from all around Europe and people from Africa, but mostly people from Central Africa, from Congo. Um, and so that's where I'm, I was born and that's where my mom is from. But I'm also half West African. So I'd say what I miss the most is like this culture, uh, like the music, the food, the um, just like small things that i can't really relate with someone from like a black american for example like there will be things that they will say and i won't be able to relate to it and they are things that i will say that they won't be able to relate to so it's just it's just yeah like little things or for example music as well um the other day I was working at Ridges and the morning supervisor was putting some music on and I was like oh my god like do you listen to that type of music and it was like music from Africa or from and from the Caribbean so it felt so nice to have that type of music and being able to share it with someone else um and there's not that much that type of music or even clubs that put that type of music and I really really miss that I really miss so you know when you go out in the club and you start dancing like some people think that you start showing off or you're dancing sexy and you just want to show off and just like get men to you or whatnot and it's absolutely not that like when you like dancing the african community or latino community caribbeans or whatnot like when you dance it's just like a way to express yourself and you're really just there to have a good time it doesn't matter if you dance pretty close to someone or whatnot it doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean that you're gonna go home with that person or that you'll have to make out with that person you can just dance with someone and that's it you're just there to enjoy the time and i really really miss that kind of thing that kind of vibes especially with covid now we're not allowed to dance um the restrictions are going to be eased from tuesday we're going to be able to dance outdoor which is completely stupid you can have covid by dancing indoor but not outdoor anyway so i'm really really excited for the restrictions to ease and being able to dance again and have like reggaeton r&b and latino parties and being around people that i can connect with in that sense so uh, there's that and then yeah the food so i mentioned previously uh, in another podcast and maybe in this one that um australia doesn't really have a culture It's harsh to say, but there's no culture here. It's just like a mix of everybody else's culture. Asia, a little bit of African, not really. Yeah, a little bit of African culture, but mainly Asia and England. And if you ask me, I mean, there's no Australian dish, really. They are all inspired by uh, the, the British, basically. There's no, there's nothing like all their culture is from before is from the aboriginal community that they don't want to embrace so it genuinely feels like there's no soul in this country there's no there's nothing so i really miss that i really miss that about europe and about belgium uh and as a black person um just being around other black people and not all the time asking me so where are you from originally what is your background blah, blah, blah. Are you from Africa? And it's just, I know people want to know and want to try to connect in some way, but it's just annoying because it's on a daily basis. When you're in Europe, you're walking, you do your thing. There's no one asking you where you're from. You know, you're just there and doing your own thing. Um, Finding food, finding hair product is a pain here. There's pretty much nothing and even the the few shops where you can find um african products these shops are run by australians or asians so they can't even give you advice on some products like they're just selling stuff that they don't even know what they're selling i mean they know a few things but it's really hard to get advice because it's not their culture they're just selling something that is that is missing, that is working for them, like, if anybody would open an African shop anywhere here in Australia, they'll be making bank money, because there's nothing here, it's really hard to find products, you need to order them online, and you're not even sure about what you're gonna get, or, yeah, you need to just, like, travel and take it somewhere else, like, when I went back home uh, two years ago, I literally filled my suitcase with bunch of product and that lasts me for a whole year so yeah it's really hard to find hair care product that's the most that's the hardest thing and also foundation for example that are my shade just like little things so yeah that's mainly why I basically don't wear any makeup anymore because I can't find anything it's a bit annoying but it is what it is um or if you find them, they are super, super expensive, like really, really expensive. And doing my hair, like getting my hair braid and stuff, that is also very expensive. The main haircut that I have at the moment is like, I'd say 60% of my hair are shaved and then I just have hair on the top and that's the top part that I'm getting braid. And that costs, so the cheapest I've found is $150 for just the top of the head um and it's like mainly girls that i find on instagram or that lives in the hostels or whatnot but if you go to a salon they will ask you minimum 200 250 dollars just for the top of the head and then if you want to do the whole head is between 400 and 600 dollars i don't have the money to do that like honestly i mean it's a haircut that i'll keep for a month a month and a half and i know my friend for example when she goes through the hairdresser she spent two hundred dollars you know so it's expensive but it's also in the budget of any other girl making their hair right but it's still a lot of money like back home i could do it for way cheaper than that like way cheaper i remember when i was in portugal it would cost me like 30 50 euros to do my whole head which is 70 dollar, around 70 dollars uh, maximum so yeah it's it's really expensive uh, so there's that um mentally it, it is hard to be here uh like I said, there's not a lot of people I can connect with and that can relate to. Like obviously I talk to my friends about stuff that are happening to me, but it's hard for them to understand how I feel. Like one day, for example, one of my friends was like, Oh, there's a black uh there's a black girl in this hostel if you wanna connect with her. and I'm just like, No, it's not it's not what I meant. It's not because I'm gonna meet one black person that I'm gonna feel better. It's just Being around a lot of black people that I miss and black people that are from my country, from my roots, from my background. Yeah, some, some days are harder than the others. Like I just, yeah, it's just hard to explain. I just miss being around my people. When I was in Belgium, I really didn't feel at home. And I, but I don't think it's related to my skin color at all. It's just the country itself and the lifestyle wasn't meant for me. Like that country was just not meant to be for me. Uh, I love Belgium. I love the culture. I love my friends and my family that are there. But it's not a country where I see myself living. It's not a country where I see myself growing old. Uh, I just no i would i'm definitely gonna go back there obviously to visit and travel around but i will not like live there anymore that's just not no that's a no but obviously as a black person there um there is racism in belgium for sure but i feel like because everything that happened the history of belgium with um Congo is quite heavy so a lot of people are actually being nice like they don't give a shit that much um the racism and the hate is to it's towards North African people like Moroccan Algerians and also refugees like coming from Syria and whatnot like I can see like all the hate at the moment I mean at the moment it's been years now um is targeted towards them not so much black people i feel like that's that's how i feel that's how i felt before i left and that's still how i feel like what i see on social media and whatnot i'd say as a black person living in belgium it's fine it's okay like you have sometimes you'll have sometimes comments and uh racism happening but it's way better than when I was a kid. Um, like it got better in time. So yeah, that's my feeling about Australia and Belgium. It's a bit, um, it's a bit so-so. There's no, there's no place that is hundred percent, hundred percent perfect where you can live. You just have to see what works best for you. As of now, what works best for me is to be in Australia. I'd say I can live in Cairns for another two, three, four years, I don't know, but I would eventually move into a big city like Sydney or Melbourne where um, people are way more open minded and there's way more, it's way more international and bigger and yeah, there's going to be a bigger African community and it will be easier for me to connect with other black people. So that's my plan in the future to move into a big city because I like it better. It's nice to be here, but it's very, very hard. Like people that live in remote areas out back or just like even here in the north of Queensland. Just getting on my nerves like and I'm not honestly, I'm not here to educate people. This is not my job like you want to know about something you want to know about a culture just fucking educate yourself like we're in 2020 it's so easy to find information out there on the internet um no i'm not there to tell you what to do or what is what is appropriate or not like by now you should know what is appropriate to do or not So the last thing I wanted to talk about today is how I see the future for this podcast. So like I said, this is the end of the last season. So this first season was mainly like an introduction to like traveling in general and living abroad in general. We're going to have specific themes. So next theme for next season is couples. And families, people who met abroad, people who were already together before traveling and started traveling together, uh, maybe even some people that are not together anymore. Just like see how traveling can affect people as a couple. And then families, families that are traveling together, that are moving abroad or blended families. So people who are divorced or separate from their partner which they had a child with and then traveling maybe with another partner with other children etc so i really want to i want to make sure that everything is covered everything everything uh not only things that i can personally relate to but also other things that i absolutely can't relate to but that could help you guys and yeah, just explore a new horizon. I hope you guys will enjoy this and will keep on vibing with me into this journey. I also decided to make a separate Instagram account for this podcast. So it's going to be Cocoa Butter Travel dash podcast. So I will only be posting things about the podcast on that page. And I will slowly stop promoting on my main Facebook uh, my main Instagram page sorry um, I mean I will still share a few things but if you want really want to follow the podcast that will be on my podcast account that I will put in the description box so yeah if you haven't already go and follow that account and then on my main account I will still talk about travel I will promote my YouTube channel and then once I'll get back with my website and Uh, my blog, I will also update you guys on that. So yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening to my podcast and thank you to everyone that have been on the show so far, everyone that has been supporting me during this journey. It's really not easy with everything that I have to do at the moment, but I wanna keep going. I really love this podcast and I hope I can push it further. I can't wait to share with you guys all the stories that we will get into the show. I've already made a little bit of researches and I found like a few couples and families that I'm really excited to work with and I hope that it will work out. Um, so during this break, so like I said, I'm going to do a four weeks break. So during this break, I'm going to record as much as I can. Um, So we can go smoothly every week with a new episode. I don't know how long this season is going to be because it's going to be a lot. uh, Couples and families. Uh, so it's probably going to be more than 10 episodes this time. We shall see how it goes. I'll probably do a meet season episode just by myself again. And then maybe the last episode by myself as well. We'll see how it goes. If you have any questions or suggestions, please don't hesitate to message me on Instagram or to send me an email. travel at gmail.com And if you want to be part of the show, yeah, feel free to message me or email me as well. If you could subscribe to this podcast on Spotify or leave a rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts, that would be great and that would help me a lot with my podcast and the growth. So I hope you guys have a nice day, nice evening, wherever you are enjoying life. I'll see you guys soon and don't forget to check out my YouTube channel as well. It will be in the show notes.